Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work For Him Zone. I hope you're never the same. I'd like to welcome you to I Work For Him for an I Work For Him radio roundtable talking about it's three months till Christmas. Martha, Christmas is your favorite time of year. It is. I love it. I mean, all year long, you're sending out emails. Hey, 11 months to Christmas. People in January are irritated with you. It was 11 months till Christmas. Well, there is this great little Facebook page that's called Countdown to Christmas. And they have a lot of fun throughout the year, and you can share their posts and everything, and it is um, gives you the different countdowns, and so that's what you see throughout the year from me. So if you really get depressed at Christmas, just keep this in mind, there's only three months of shopping left till Christmas. Yeah, that's right. You know, but, but in the meantime, though, we're just having a good time here on I Work Frame, and we really want to talk about how you're going to intentionally impact your workplace for Christmas. And that's we're going to open up the phone lines. You can join in the conversation today. 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. If you want to join us and talk to us about what your plan is on how to use Christmas to impact your neighborhood, your workplace, wherever you're going to go with it, tell me how you're going to bring the message of Christ back into Christmas. And if you're just going to say you're going to wear a button, don't call in. Because a button is fine. But I'm telling you, it's way more than a button. How are you going to do it? It is. But a button is a great starting it point is? and being delivered. So it's deliberate. okay? So I shouldn't have said that? It, well, that's okay. 
But um, I, okay, if I offended know, anybody, I'm sorry, because I know <laughs> that American Family Association does always have a new button every year. They do, and that's really awesome. There was one year we got a whole bunch of them and gave them out to people, and people really love that. They love um, the excuse, I think, that sometimes you can get from the season to be a little more bold than you are other times of the year, and it's a great starting point. If you have not been very vocal about what Christmas is really all about and what Christ means to you, this is a great opportunity to take some of the things we talk about today and and pray about them and see how they can influence you. And this may be the first year we challenge all of you out there that have older children and they don't really need presents and your parents don't really need presents. Think about this year making it so instead of giving presents to people who don't really need presents, how about donating money in their name to organizations that feed people, clothe people, take the gospel to people. I've got all kinds of organizations that we work with. Samaritan's Purse is one of those great ones. They wrap up presents and send them all over the globe, the shoebox program. Uh, there's, there's local metropolitan ministries. They feed people all year long. There's all kinds of local thrift stores that clothe people all year long. Instead of buying somebody something they don't really need, donate some money in their in their name to make an impact on the kingdom. That's my idea. That's my first idea. Kids, I hope you're listening. No presents this <laughs> going, year. What? <laughs> That's right. No presents this year, but we'll send some to the grandkids. There you go. Okay. There's always that. There is. So I would also just want people to be thinking about um, what they have either participated in in the past or something that's really been impressed upon them by witnessing it from other what other people have done at Christmas that has really sent a positive um, Christ-following message um, that they could share with other people to give them those ideas, because we don't know them all. I know there's all kinds of things that people have had great experiences doing, and uh, we'd love to hear from them as well. Yeah, so we invite you to call into the studio line, 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. Operator is sitting by waiting for your call as we open up the conversation on it's three months till Christmas. What are you going to do to use Christmas to impact your workplace for Christ this year, 2015? We've done this show in the past. Last year, I think I did it as a monologue. I like having you be- with me better. I think you might have. I, I did. don't remember why, but I was kind of jealous, I think. Yeah, I, I I, and Martha is like, totally gung-ho on Christmas. And only recently did we actually start having a live Christmas tree in our house. And I like it. Oh. There we go. That's right. Getting you in the mood. Getting you in the mood for Christmas. Hey, we're talking today on the I Work For Him Radio Roundtable, three months till Christmas. That's right. We're celebrating three months of shopping left till Christmas or three months of time. You've got to be intentional on how you're going to let Christmas help you in the workplace to introduce your faith in Christ. And that's what the conversation's all about today. A little mellow Christmas music there to just get you started as the snow falls lightly outside the studio today. It's just fantastic. Feel that cool breeze as it blows in from the north. Just makes you, oh, and that warm, the smell of the fires outside with the snow falling and the drifts. Doesn't that just sound awesome? <laughs> you have a awesome? good, good imagination. I can almost feel a, ooh, chivered on my shoulders. That's the air conditioning. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's like <laughs> 42 degrees in the studio today. Hey, before we get back, Martha, to that conversation about 90 days, or nine, excuse me, three months till Christmas, because mm-hmm. it's probably 92 days it's, or something yeah. like that, mm-hmm. uh, that let's thank our show sponsors. Okay, let's do that. Well, we have most insurance. Yes. What do we use them for? 
Um, just about everything. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> they cover us from, you know, everything that we might need. So they do a great job with auto and home insurance and businesses. That's right. Um, so they're, they're a great place for you to check out and do some comparison shopping. They make sure, like their commercial said, that you have the right coverage for what you need. A lot of people don't haven't looked at their policy since the last time they shopped it. And they don't even remember, oh, do I have that jewelry listed? Or, oh, my goodness, you know, I sold that car. Well, I live no, hopefully in pa- they I live took in care pa- of that. I live but... in Pasco County. Do I need sinkhole coverage? Ooh. Yes. Yeah, so they, <laughs> they make sure that your risks are covered and do a really good job with that. So if we lo- want people to go let them do a comparison. If the last time you sat down with an auto insurance agent, all they did was do a price shop for you, mm. You need to go right to Most Insurance tonight, mostins.com. Because if somebody's not asking you the questions on what you're worth, what assets you have to protect, how far you drive, what you drive, where you drive, it makes a difference. And if you've got any assets of any size, you need to make sure you're protecting yourself because Florida minimum limits, that don't they don't protect, they don't even protect the clothes on your back barely. Mm. Hey, we got we got other show sponsors. Luke, Dave. And Randy from Bel Air Wealth Management, they're coming on the show next week. Awesome. That's it, always fun when they come it, on the air. Is, oh, Everybody it, be ready. That's right. Next Wednesday, we're going to talk about that, that the psychology between short-term investing and long-term investing and what's the biblical perspective that we're supposed to have. And then Crown College, we've got another great show coming up on Monday with Crown College. We're going to be talking about their MBA programs, but we're going to hear from some students that whose lives are being impacted. And one of their professors who used to be a missionary in Japan, a bivocational missionary in Japan, who brings who's bringing the program back to Crown College, which you can find out more about them at crown.edu forward slash radio, on combining an MDiv, so a Master's of Divinity, with an MBA so the pastors wow. are equipped to be bivocational right here. That's right. All right, we've got time for a quick phone call, but we've got another. We've got a special caller coming in at, at 3.15 talking about CBMC's upcoming event, but we've got a caller from the frozen tundra. Ted, welcome back to I Work For Him. Did it, did I get you in the mood talking about the snow flurries? Oh, you did. I saw your post on Facebook, and, and uh, it's really it works out really well because the first crystals of snow are falling and uh, they're just freezing over. Is it really? Seriously? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Actually, it's what we call an apple pie day. Oh, for Christ. Don't tell me it's another 60-degree perfect sunny day with no no clouds. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ted, what do you plan on doing? You'll be back down here in Fort Myers by Christmas time. What's your What, what are you and Elaine going to do to intentionally bring the message of Christ into your Christmas celebrations as you come back down here this fall? Well, that isn't why I called, but I'd be glad to tell you. We, well, you called in, uh, sir. That's what the phone. That's what the show is all about today. <laughs> well, I, I was going to talk about what we did in our workplace at Christmas. Oh, Friday. okay. Yeah. Well, certainly you can do that. Yes, you can talk but, in but the past. It, to answer your first question is, uh, we do intentionally have a neighborhood get together in our home, mm-hmm. and we have a very mixed uh, variety of neighbors, uh, and. Um, uh, one is a Jewish lady and, and a variety of others, and we do have uh, an intentional uh, uh, time of celebrating Christ's birth, and they know that's what it is. It's just not another uh, another booze party. Well, that's awesome. I love that. So as a business owner, what did you do to bring Christ into your Christmas celebration as a business owner? Well, uh, we had a... Um, 
uh, intentional party at our home, uh, which the, many people would say is a bad idea. But we, we invited all of our employees into our home. And uh, my wife, Elaine, is uh, of Scandinavian descent. And it, we centered around the, the uh, Swedish traditions of Christmas, which is a lot of food. She baked the awesome uh, uh, Swedish uh, meatballs. And then there was the Swedish uh, potato sausage and lampa bread, which is full of fruits. And then the left of the left uh, where you put a sugar on it and and all that sort of stuff. And and we never had lutefisk. Um, people and, and people I, down here in Tampa Bay, Ted, have no idea what you're talking about. But we're talking slimy, disgusting fish that's been soaked in lye for several years, and they feed it to people, and they say it's good. After they buried it in the ground. Oh, you know, that's <laughs> that the, element. That's kimchi, Ted. They don't bury <laughs> lutefisk in the ground. Yeah, yeah, they really do, Jim. They really do. I think it, you just made that up. It is part of the aging process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, we we then would, would uh, celebrate the birth of Christ uh, very intensely. Uh, the the um, true message of Christ's birth was, was always shared. And... Uh, very interesting thing. Uh, years later, one of the uh, employee couples, it was a husband and wife who worked for us, who um, were in an organization that had Christ's name as part of it, but uh, didn't celebrate him as Lord and Savior, um, called me, I, I imagine it was 20, 25 years later, to tell me that he and his wife had come to uh, know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And I, I find that intriguing because we we so often think that that the things we share go on deaf ears mm. and sometimes it takes 25 years to hear the um the results uh and sometimes you and more often than not you never hear the end story well and that's really what we call the fermentation of the gospel i mean sometimes yeah. it just takes a while to ferment inside of people and that sometimes they have to experience more of life to realize life leaves them empty and they need some other answer other than what culture is providing them. And and that's by you presenting the gospel, that's what they needed to hear. They just weren't ready to receive it. So it's it's cool. Ted, I want to thank you for calling in. I'm sorry that it's not snowing up there because I would really love to live vicariously through you being up there near Canada, eh? But uh, it's... Uh, but we'll we'll dream on that later. You can enjoy the apple well, yeah. pie day. That's right. It will snow, and the and the and the, at least our harbor will freeze over uh, by the time I leave in mid October. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Just make sure you bring some of that ice down with you. We appreciate it. Thanks for calling in, Ted. We look forward to seeing you in a few weeks. Okay. God bless. Bye bye. All right, so I want to just bring up, Martha, before we go to break, the uh, and people, you're welcome to call in, 877-943-9673. We're talking about, hey, there's three months till Christmas today. It is the 25th of September. In three months, we'll all be around family, uh, giving gifts to people who don't need gifts or getting gifts we don't really need. I, I always get a tie every year for Christmas. No, I don't. I always get shirts for my sister, though, which I do like. Uh, and. I could always use some more, sister. Anyway, you know, one of the biggest controversies several years ago was that stores, Martha, stopped saying Merry Christmas. They started saying Happy Holidays. And then I was reactionary, and you would smack me, and I'd say Merry Christmas, you know, because it bothered me. It just bothered me. Because Happy Holidays means... I'm afraid to say anything else, so I'm just going to say the generic phrase, and that's that's what it said to you. What it said to me was... (laughs) Yeah, that's what it said to me. Yeah. It just bothered me. Well, I think well, a lot and some of people were prohibited 
from actually saying Merry Christmas because it's so evil. And that was a real um, sore subject for a lot of people, especially the people that wanted that that have a relationship with Jesus Christ and know that Christmas is so much more than just happy holidays. And to be restricted in their workplace from saying that really hit us was a, a really um, hard thing for a lot of people. So there were a lot of people that rebelled against it and um, people that were challenged. Do I really want to stay working here if I'm going to be restricted from what I want to say to somebody just to greet them this time of year? When I even asked one of my Jewish buddies, I said, listen, it, does it offend you? Because the, the media kept telling, well, it's offensive to say Merry Christmas. Well, I asked people who were Jewish and who were from the black community, does it offend you if I say Merry Christmas? And they said, no, we celebrate Christmas. They happen to celebrate Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. They, but no, it doesn't offend people. It's a cool time of year. That's right. Christmas music. You bet. Three months till Christmas. Three months of shopping left till Christmas. Martha, we've got a verse for the day. We do. And I just want to keep listening to that music because I love Christmas music. If we have a rule at our household, no mm. Christmas music until Thanksgiving. No, Jim has a rule. Okay, that's right. We. I this do not abide we, by that rule. Well, she doesn't. <laughs> that was the great thing about being in retail in the past was that... I got to control the stereo and yeah, when the music Christmas went on. music starts next week for you, right? Uh, pretty much it would. Okay, so Luke 2, 10 and 11 says, And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. You know what's great? I hear those those scriptures read like that. What do you think of? I, I'm not sure what you're thinking. The peanuts! Oh, you think of Charlie Brown's Christmas. Charlie Brown. That's exactly where you go with that. Charlie Brown's Christmas. Yes. Yeah, our it, church plays that almost every year on Christmas Eve. They play that little snippet from the Christmas so movie. So awesome. Mm-hmm. Man, it's just that's an awesome thing. Okay, so today we're talking about, hey, it's three months till Christmas. What are you doing to be intentional this year to bring Christ into the Christmas celebration in and around your office and in and around your home? What are, you, what are you doing? And so we're talking about it, and we invite you to call in and share with us what you're doing. 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. Don't be afraid. We're nice people. You can call in. It's okay. So I want to talk about something we were talking about before the break. We, we started to talk about how people had to say happy holidays instead of Merry happy Christmas. Happy holidays to you. <laughs> oh, that's... You're going to sing now. Um, I do like that song, but it really defeats the purpose. Yes. But I think that what's encouraging is a lot of companies felt the pushback from that and realized that this was not a mountain that they wanted to die on. And so a lot of companies went back to letting their staff have the option of saying whatever they wanted to say. I can't tell you who all those companies <laughs> Within were. Within reason, of course. About greeting for them Christmas. for the holiday. Okay, okay, good. Um, but it's gotten to the point, I know in your mind, you don't even like it when people say, well, the holidays are coming, which is just a way of referring to the fact that you've got, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. Those are all the holidays. You missed one. You missed one. Black Friday. Oh, that's a holiday. Well, okay. That is a good holiday. Do you not celebrate that? Oh, yes, we celebrate that. That's a good <laughs> Of course one. you do. <laughs> and um, I got a Cyber wicked awesome Monday. deal on a TV two years ago on... Uh, okay, on, so... Sorry. So there are so all of... track? But, but it's even gotten to where it got offensive to you to say 
the holidays are coming because you associated it with happy holiday and that but i am very encouraged a lot of stores have let go of that and said you know what you guys can say it whether however you want so you usually know when you're checking out at a cash register or you're in a store and you say merry christmas you know the heart of the person a lot of times by how they respond because they'll deliberately say Merry Christmas or they'll deliberately say Happy Holidays. Or they'll deliberately look at you. And, and pretend they didn't hear you. That's right. All right, so let's let's focus. Martha, we need to focus being positive. That was. I was okay. saying it was encouraging. No, I, I, a lot of stores let go of that. I was and, just being funny. Okay. All right, so let's talk about Christmas celebrations within the office. She's smiling at me now, but she, if she could throw something at me, she might. <laughs> All right, because really, we, it's, it's a lot of Christmas celebrations at work well, people have approached them from lots of different ways. So let's just talk about some good suggestions that you could do. Because it's always fun to do a gift exchange mm-hmm. at uh, the office. Mm-hmm. Yet, again, most of us, the white elephant gifts, most of us give those to thrift stores. And they don't need any more white elephant gifts. Although you have your white elephant gift from last year still in the trunk of your car. Do you remember what it is oh, in your bin? Yes. I actually have like the headset from a 1960s telephone that fits into my iPhone so I can actually talk on the phone in my car like I'm talking on an old phone set. Like a handset. Like yep. a like a retro. Ask me how many times fitting. I used it. <laughs> it's very funny. It, we took a good picture and put it on Facebook. Oh, one time I used it. Yep. Okay. So. White elephant well, the white elephant. We don't need to do that. Let's talk about doing something really cool. How mm. about, hey, we would like to limit the gift price to x dollars so always do always put a limit on it because there's some people in your office that even if they make decent money they may have lots of extenuating circumstances where you want to make sure that everybody can participate so limit the dollar amount and then say choose your local charity and donate money in the per- that person's name to your favorite local charity hmm. or yeah that would be a good one that's or, a very good one or you give people you as the employer give everybody money and say, I want you to. I want you to see how far you can get this to go. You know, there was that church back in Minnesota that gave everybody ten dollars. Ten dollars. Yep. What and did they, they said, do with it? They said, take this ten dollars and go multiply it for the kingdom. So I know firsthand. What I know is that our brother-in-law's mom made something. My dad was just talking about on the radio. She went and bought ten dollars worth of potatoes. And she made lefsa. If you don't and, know what lefsa is, it has nothing to do with left-handed. But if you make lefsa, call me because I we love lefsa. Yeah, call into the studio line now. 877-943-9673. We'll take your first order of lefsa, add a little butter, cinnamon, sugar, and we'll eat it for you. That's right. So it's a wonderful little Scandinavian treat that's like a potato tortilla. It's just an excuse for the butter and the butter cinnamon sugar. Butter and cinnamon sugar. But she took it and then she made she bought 10 pounds of potatoes and then she made lefsa and she sold it. And I believe if I have the story correct, like she got $100 worth of lefsa out of that $10 of potatoes. So then they were to donate that money back to um, a ministry. I don't remember the logistics of how they did it, but it wasn't just you know, doing something with the $10, it was being purposeful and they were ingenious. And then you can use that as a witnessing tool too, because she could say, I'm selling this LEFSA so that I can help raise money for something um, particular for Christmas. So you can do that. How neat. That's a a really cool idea Mm -hmm. to do that. I love that idea of multiplying. You got another one? Yeah. When um, a couple of years ago, I became familiar with a company that what they did at Christmas is um, for people that aren't aware of um, Samaritan's Purse, they have Operation Christmas Child where they make shoe boxes. They um, collect shoe boxes. So people put a shoe box together of things with toiletries, toys, um, maybe t-shirts, anything in there to make up a gift 
for a particular gender and a particular age group. And then um, Samaritan's Purse distributes them all over the world. So what this employer did is he got a bunch of shoe boxes and he challenged his employees to fill them. And they collected them under their tree in their office lobby and then donated them to Samaritan's Purse. So it was a very visual way and they had a lot of fun and people could choose whether they did one shoebox or 10 shoeboxes, but it was something that then everybody participated in and gave away to somebody else. And I was just really touched by they did that as an office. It's a great thing if you can turn the celebration of Christmas off of people and on to other people, serving other people, because that's really what Christmas is all about. Christ gave up his throne as son of the living God to come down and be a baby in diapers in a manger, whatever diapers look like back 2,000 years ago. <laughs> he gave up everything for us, and that's really what Christmas should be about, the celebration of his sacrifice for us to come here and so we should be sacrificing for others. It's just a great thing. But let's talk about the party, because a lot of times Christmas parties, well, they could sometimes get out of control, but we want to recommend some great ways to really celebrate. I mean, as a business owner, we personally recommend if you're if you're if you run a small business like most people around the world and right here in Tampa Bay, invite the employees to your home. There's nothing more warm and friendly than inviting mm -hmm. your employees to your home. Now, at Christmas time, things get crazy, and that may not be doable, so then close the office a little earlier, do it at the end of the day. But when you do it at the office, you never get to meet the spouses or significant others. When you do it at your home, it becomes an event, a date night for people. Well, and it's a different, completely different environment. And they get they get to see who you are in your home, and it may be the only time of year where you have the opportunity to really do that. And um, there's just a lot to be said about sitting around a home table together, eating and fellowshipping and having Christmas music playing. And for us, it's the DVD of the fake fireplace. Is Absolutely. Going Always the got the fake fireplace going. <laughs> hey, we're talking about it's not three months. I keep wanting to say 90 days, three months till Christmas. What are you doing intentionally to incorporate Christ into your Christmas celebration in your neighborhood, in your office. Before we get back to the conversation, Martha, we need to thank Crown College. Crown College does such a great job really helping students of all ages finish their education online, maybe even get a master's degree. Find out more about them online at, at crown.edu forward slash radio. They're just, that's a place to go. I mean, I can't imagine. They're working. Oh, you got to tune into the show next week. It's going to be fun stuff learning about Crown College. You look like you were dying to say something. Well, I was, you know, I just think that it's um, even though people may be going, oh, my goodness, I can't believe you're talking about Christmas. The neat thing about doing this three months ahead of time is it's given people the chance to really think about it. So they don't get to December 24th and go, oh, I really should have done something better this year for my office. And I didn't really take the time to, you know, really think about what I was going to say to my employees or give them as gifts. And so that's. Uh, you know, we're giving you this opportunity now to just go, oh, let me think about this a little bit more this year and what I can do. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's it's going to be fun. This is the first year that for the last 
eight years, we've done your Karis Christian Books and Gifts uh, party at our home. Mm-hmm. That was a little free advertising for him. <laughs> and uh, and it's always been fun serving, serving all your people in our home. It's been great. We always had 18, 19, 20 people. Loved that. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. In, in fact, one of the things that some of my employees said when I left the store to come work for you with Trust Services. You, know, you don't work for me. We work together. We work together, yes, we work do. alongside of each other, was that they were going to miss the Christmas dinners. And to me, that was really neat because they... Um, that was special to them because they got to do that. And our trust services employees will get to enjoy they Christmas dinner with us. We get to do this to together. That, That's yeah. right. Hey, I'd like to welcome Bob from Largo onto the I Work For Him radio program talking about three months till Christmas. Bob, what's on your mind? What's happening? <laughs> it's good to hear I, from you. What, what, what's your plan on how to be intentional with uh, your uh, Christmas celebration? Well, what we like to do is we like to uh, send a uh, a goat or a chicken, or we like to send something that'll keep on giving, like eggs or milk or something, to a foreign country to an individual in a foreign country, and then uh, give that in someone else's name in a, a family member. We'll say you gave somebody a goat, and it's just a good thing to do to, to, to people get taken care of in, the, in a foreign country and uh, that needs it, and then. The person you give it to feels good that they did it. That's a fabulous idea. I've seen some of those magazines or catalogs around that you can shop from, and there's probably a lot of places they can do that. I'm just trying to think, what's the name of an organization where you bought a goat for somebody, Bobby? I actually don't have that information, Jim, right in front of me, but I can get it for you on a, on a future date. Samaritan's but, uh, Purse is one of them. Samaritan's Purse does that? They, Samaritan's Purse has a catalog, yeah, I know. I think I think one uh, Samaritan's Purse does have something similar to that, and... It, uh, but it's my, my, it's really my wife's idea, and I really love it. <laughs> Let's give credit where credit is due. Go ahead and tell her how awesome she is on the radio today, Bobby. <laughs> She's awesome. She's an awesome lady. So, so how come you're not doing uh, football coaching today? What's the deal? Um, we have a game. We have a game tonight. So I was free at 3 o'clock to listen to you guys. You're fantastic. Oh, oh thanks. Well, who's the big game tonight against? What's uh, Today we uh, coach for Clearwater High School, and we play up at Dunedin High School tonight. Oh, so, so that's, that's where I'll be. City? rivalry big game tonight hopefully the rain will hold off that'll be great bobby thanks for calling in i love the idea give a goat for christmas thanks bobby merry christmas merry christmas Christmas. that's a great idea i love that i forgot about that that is we got that right at the end of the year we didn't get it soon enough last year i think it maybe just didn't get at the top of the mail pile but we did they do a good job they send it out way early and they you can buy amazing thing. You could buy a goat, you could buy a cow, there was chickens, you could buy, I mean, if I remember correctly, it was yeah. just about li- livestock, but people don't think, oh, why would I buy a goat for somebody? Seriously, if you buy a goat for somebody in the third world, mm-hmm. they can support their family on the cheese and the milk. Mm-hmm. Or even, or feed their family. I mean, oh, they, but they can feed know. their family and they can actually eat. I mean, right. it's, it's amazing. They don't ever eat the goat. I don't know if your goat is... Well, they might at some point, but I don't know. But the point is... And a goat will eat anything, right, Martha? Yes, they eat all of your leftovers, and they even... They don't eat onions, though. We learned that the hard way. We used to feed our goat, because we had goats every year that ate the grass on our hill, and... What did you name um, your goat, honey? Uh... Granny Goat and Billy Goat. <laughs> they were real creative names. Every year they were the same name. But right. anyway, they will eat the, the, the compost. They'll eat anything. Yeah. That's cool. All right. So I love that idea, Bobby. Thanks for calling in. 
Give a goat for Christmas. I that love that. Just has a real ring. Just to don't it. don't don't deliver to somebody here in Tampa Bay because they won't know what to do with it. <laughs> it. Goats or chickens? I mean, really, goats or chickens? That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. All right, so I wanted to bring some. If you're gonna have that Christmas party in your home, I want to challenge you to be very cautious about serving alcoholic beverages. Not because the scriptures say don't drink, because the scriptures don't say don't drink. But I'm just offering up the word of caution. You want to be able to have a fantastic conversation with people and keep everybody level-headed. And sometimes people get a little carried away at Christmas celebrations, and you want to make sure that that it's really all about Christ and not about the alcohol. Mm-hmm. And, it, and plus, it'll save you a ton of money. There you go. And you can you give can, away more goats. You can give away more goats. I love that. Hey, if there's a business owner out there listening today that's willing to give away goats to each one of their employees— as a gift this year, you give a goat to somebody in a third world country, I'd call into the studio line now at, at uh, 877-943-9673. Hey, Ace, I want to, want to ask you about your uh, your Christmas celebrations. Ace, you said when we were getting ready for the show that you love Christmas. So what, what do you guys do special as a family? Well, I mean, we do a lot. We have all sorts of family traditions, you know, putting up the Christmas tree and the lights and all of that. And we go to different places just to spend time with each other. You know, Orlando's got all the theme parks with all of the cool stuff that we like to do. But I tell you one thing I have I didn't get to do it last year, but I have been able to do it a couple of times uh, is actually go with my church's youth group. Even though I'm a little bit older, I'll go with them uh, and we'll go to different nursing homes and and basically do Christmas carols for them. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of them out there that may not have family or, or friends that will come and visit them during the holiday season. And so one thing that we like to do at our at my youth group is you know, spread a little bit of Christmas cheer uh, to some of those in the nursing homes that may not necessarily have anybody come by uh, during the holiday season. Mm, that's great. I, I love that. I love that. And it should be really try to turn it around to do that every quarter. How cool would that be to go sing for people every quarter? Because that's the problem is we we never get out to meet our neighbors near enough during the year, but we tend to do it at Christmas time. We got to start doing it all year long because mm-hmm. it makes an impact. Ace, did your family ever do anything really cool in your neighborhood? Uh, you know what? Uh, when I think of it, we never did anything to outreach our neighborhood as much as maybe we should have, uh, except for putting out a manger scene, which mm. I think nowadays that's not something to be understated. That is something that's very important uh, because they're trying to more and more secularize the holiday. And we put our, our, our manger scene out there to say, hey, listen, we know uh, what the Christmas season is about. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know, in Minnesota, we do the manger scene, too, but we do it a little bit different. Because if you put a manger scene out in your front yard Thanksgiving time, by Christmas, it was buried under two or three feet of snow. <laughs> so one year, and really several years, when my brother was still around, I would snow blow the snow from the driveway into a big pile in the front yard, and he would carve out. A Christmas mangers, a manger scene. So it was more like a manger igloo. It was more like a manger igloo. That's right. <laughs> now, but Martha, one of the things we started doing eight or ten years ago was we don't do a Christmas party in our neighborhood, but we do a New Year's Eve party. We do. And it's a lot of fun, a great way to get you to know your neighbors. And and we don't serve alcohol, but they bring some wine to celebrate when the when the clock strikes midnight. Most people don't stay around till that late, but it's just bring it when you bring people into your home. They are, they're just thrilled to get to know you personally. It just changes the conversation from being a driveway neighbor to being a kitchen table neighbor. It changes everything. Yes, it, it really does. And um, one of the reasons we like doing it New Year's Eve is by then... Our Christmas tree is about ready to die and we need to get rid of it, oh, we're but we got to celebrate the, first. Yeah, we got to have people That's over one last time before the decorations come down and all that. But um, it just, get, you know, we do get busy during the Christmas season and um, we sometimes often are busy for the wrong reasons. And um, 
it's important to make sure that we're making good choices with our time so that we don't aren't so exhausted that we're saying things like, oh, I can't wait for Christmas to be passed, because that is not the focus there. Um, being so busy doing stuff that pleases other people doesn't bring them closer to Christ. So maybe making sure you keep that perspective open. I'm giving goats. You're giving I goats. I love that idea. How about we? Well, Can I join you? Can I do it with you? Uh, I'll give the chicken, you give the goat. That's my idea. No, it was Bobby's idea. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> you know, I, can I share something that I participated it's in a few years ago? our show. Of course ago? you can. Okay, but right. I didn't want to interrupt, you know. So right, We're um, talking about it's 90 days. No, it's not. It's three months mm-hmm. till Christmas. Yep. What are you doing in your office to be intentional this year for Christmas to incorporate Christ into your Christmas celebration? Call into the studio line now, 877-943-9673. All right. Um, a few years ago, my good friend Cheryl, who likes to think outside of the box, came, that's an understatement, came up with this idea. Instead of just having a traditional cookie exchange, which is awesome because I you love all bring cookie cookies exchanges. and you share and you bring home a lot of different flavors that you didn't have to make, um, we decide or she decided and she invited me to join in this where we would have a cookie exchange, but we would make trays and everybody was to bring the name and address of one person who was really having a hard time. And for whatever reason, and we went and delivered those trays to those people. One had had a child recently pass away. One had had um, just a really bad um, uh, crisis in their family, different things like that. And some were just financial. But it was amazing because, again, you're giving to somebody else. I didn't take home 12 dozen cookies. but Thank I did. Goodness. I did bring home probably four dozen. I helped eat them. And then we took those other ones that we would have been bringing home, made the trays, gave them to people that probably weren't in a state of mind to even make Christmas cookies. And what it, you know, it was homemade. It was, so you could do this in your office, all these things where you're serving others that may get forgotten, um, especially at Christmas and do it in such a way that you're sharing Christ's love. And everybody in the office knows of somebody who's having a tough time. Yes. And, And sometimes, you know, we did it in our small group many years where we had families in the small group that weren't talking about their struggles, but we knew about them. Yeah. And a lot of times we would collect anonymously money or gifts to help those families without ever letting those families know and then take care of those families outside when nobody could see what was going on. But that's a lot. It's a lot of fun. But, but people have needs all year long. But, you know, I don't know. Do you think people in Tampa Bay are just having a hard time getting in the Christmas mood today? No. I think they I are. Can't I think people imagine. are struggling. I think people are struggling <laughs> with this today because we're not getting it. We've gotten a couple of phone calls. Thank you so much for calling in, both Bobby and Ted. I thought people would be lighting up the phones today, excited about being intentional about what they're going to do for Christmas this year in their workplace. Yeah, if if anybody, I'm excited. I, I can't wait. I know. I'm glad. I'm, I'm very glad. You know, you're because excited. the 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 uh, uh, entranceway into our new business, you could have like a 20 foot tree this year. It could be a lot of fun. It could be. I'm a lot looking of fun. forward to it. And we're going to put it on top of my little scion, and we'll bring it over to the office. There you go. Or maybe not. Okay. All right. So, one of the things. Let's see. Christmas traditions. Do we have any Christmas traditions we could share with everybody today? Hmm. That's a good. We are about as non-traditional as they come because Jim is just anti, can't do it the same way twice, want to do everything different. Um, But, you know, I think that for everybody, you think about family at Christmas. And that's really the bottom line is just being with those, being with anybody that you can be with during that time so that, uh, um, again, there's not a sense of loneliness. I know growing up, it was not uncommon for me and my home to have extra people around. Um, If they were going to be alone for Thanksgiving or for Christmas, they would join us. You know, Martha, one of the things, you know, I think that it's just so hard to keep it at the center because it's so easy to get distracted by all the craziness. Mm -hmm. 
It really is. And um, that's why I think it needs to be a constant focus. Last year, we had new T-shirts that um, one of my the companies out there called I-80 Apparel or 180 Apparel, they um, make these shirts that say christ miss and the focus is on the Christ part of it. And um, that's a good way to just remember that the word Christ is the the foundation of Christmas. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's really a, a great time of year. Everybody's always in a better mood. It's the end of the year. It's always the beginning of the new year where you, you start to get, just look at the freshness, new hope. And it's an everybody's always a little bit more sentimental at Christmas time. So take advantage of it. If you're a business owner, a leader within a business, really use that time to feed into them in an incredible way. And if not, as an employee, just really be intentional with those that you work with alongside of you each and every day, as we challenge you to do on the I Work For Him Nation. All right, listen, we've come to the end of the show, Martha. It's Now it's less than three months of shopping till Christmas. Aww. But... But we've got time, and we can we can do this. Maybe we'll share what we're going to do on a future I Work For Him Radio Roundtable Friday. Sounds good. Hey, want to thank Ace Andrews for doing a great job today, juggling all kinds of things, and for sharing from his heart about what he and his family do for Christmas. Thanks to our show sponsors, Most Insurance, MostINS.com, Bel Air Wealth Management, BelairWealthManagement.com, and Crown College at crown.edu forward slash radio. Hey, go out to I Work For Him tonight. Click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and sign up to commit to praying for your coworkers and employees by name as you head into the Christmas season. That's how we're going to take the city for Jesus Christ. You know, we learned today that our faith can impact our workplace in our Christmas celebration. I mean, a lot of us, we're just trying to give you that head start, that opportunity, Martha. Aren't we trying to do that to get people to think ahead? Hey, Christmas is only three months away. What am I going to do this year to treat it differently? What am I going to do this year to give people an opportunity to really hear how Christ has made an impact in my life? Whether you're the business owner, a manager, a leader, or maybe you don't have any influential position in your workplace, but you do because you're an employee. You go to work each and every day. What are you going to do with the Christmas celebration? Take some time to really think about it. As you pray for people by name each and every day, as you look for ways to serve them, to befriend them, as you look for ways to pray with people, but all along being the best and brightest example of a Christ follower, of an employee in your workplace, you've got an opportunity to light the place on fire for Christ just by doing a good job of what you do each and every day. It doesn't matter what you do. Go out to iWorkForHim.com and sign up tonight. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower and I own my own business, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.